play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode 155. Glad you could be here again, Eric. Feels like old times, though we're not in the same room. We're still, we're like everybody else, people making videos from different, you know, areas, and you got all the different panels (laughs) with all the different locations that they are. Well, if we were doing one of those, yep, we'd be in two different spots. Yep, but we're still finding a way to uh, give the people what they need. That's right. <laughs> well, a lot of cool stuff going on, a lot of great music. Uh, real quick, let's talk about the fundraiser compilation that we put together for you, Eric. We put together the SLC Punkcast fundraiser compilation to help you out. Uh, went live yesterday, May 1st. Bandcamp was waiving all their fees. They are going to waive, I think, their fees for the first Friday. So yesterday and then the first Friday of June, first Friday of July, uh, I'm sure they'll announce it again, but they, they sent something out saying that they were going to be doing that. So I think bands can anticipate. We're going to go over here in a moment, all the new tracks, but holy shit, my inbox from yesterday. It took a while to go through, but a lot of bands releasing all kinds of merchandise, uh, vinyl, uh, just digital tracks, all that stuff. Tons of releases yesterday for that uh, band camp waiving their fees. So that's pretty cool. The uh, (laughs) compilation we put together is pretty awesome. Uh, You've heard a little bit of it. There's 47 tracks. I advertised it as 37 on Wednesday and had 10 others reach out. And then even after it went live yesterday, I had two other bands reach out and say, hey, if you you need more tracks, we'd love to help out too. But it was already released, and I didn't want to – I don't know quite how that works because I don't put the compilations and sell stuff normally on Bandcamp. So I didn't want to add new tracks uh, and then anybody who had already purchased not be able to get those tracks if that was the case. So uh, we committed to 47 tracks. Indeed, that was good. (laughs) So many people who just put forth their music. and I haven't got a chance to listen to the whole thing, but what I have heard has has just been an onslaught of great music all in a row. Right. A lot of good stuff, uh, a lot of great bands. You, you know, go to the SLC Punkcast social medias. Uh, you, the bands that I'm going to name, you can go to their social medias. Go to Eric's social medias. Share it out a ton of places. Uh, get out there. Still, all proceeds, every purchase, all the money that uh, comes our way is all going Eric's way to help him out. But a lot of good stuff. Uh, a lot of tracks that were released uh, in 2020. A lot in 2019. Uh, a couple classic tracks like Resistance 77 were gracious enough to have us or allow us to put on True Punk and Oi, such a great anthem of a track, and that is also included on there. So if you didn't already have that in your collection, definitely worth getting that one. But there's also numerous other tracks on there that have not been released or are coming out, like the Bier Teufel, uh, Punk Rock, Love Affair, their their album doesn't even come out until next Friday, and that track's on there. So early on that track, uh, a bunch of April releases with The Clinch, that was on there as well. 
uh, tracks that you won't be able to get anywhere else. The Harrington Saints live track on there covering Rose Tattoo. That is awesome. You're not going to find that on anything else. The Roadside Bombs Beeline has never been released anywhere else, and I don't know that they even have anything planned for it anywhere in the near future. So uh, a bunch of stuff there. Step 13's new uh, four-track EP. We have a track from it. It hasn't been released yet. It should be coming out shortly, but it's still not released. Uh, brand new stuff from Tough Actin' Tenactins and Thorns of Burden, both released early April. Uh, a lot of great Canadian bands. Mike's band, uh, both of his bands. So Rough Cuts just released their album, and we have one of the tracks from it on there. Plus, Reckless Upstarts has uh, a release that's going to be coming out. It's not even coming out yet. I don't even know the date. We have one of the tracks from it that's also on there. Damn. <laughs> yeah, the tons of stuff. There, there's still, there's more. There is more, there is more. I can't believe that there's more. The Roadblocks just released their record on Thursday, the day before this came out, and they had given the track to put on there forever, like weeks ago before, because we didn't know the exact release date. So if we would have got this released earlier, that would have been before that was even released as well. Plus handfuls of other bands that I couldn't find the releases. Uh, they didn't tell me specifically, but like Last Request, their record is not even out yet. Uh, it might come out later this year. That had with their track, Last American Gypsy, uh, Over the Wire. The only place you can find that track is on YouTube. They did a lyric video, but they haven't actually released it on anything yet either. So I could keep going on and on, and I should, because there's so many great bands. Bob Mentality, love that band. Their album doesn't come out until the end of May. We have one of the tracks from It on there. Just awesome. Yeah. Was I got to point out one of the songs that I actually fast-forwarded to. Uh, other than Harrington Saints, because I had to hear the live version. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. Which was a good one. But also the uh, the song that came from Press Game Union, The Sound of Control. Right. That's the title, and it's also the feeling that you get from that song. <laughs> yes. It was a good one. They gave me free reign to pick anything. And what I tried to do when some bands are like, yes, take any track you want, add it on there. And that's so gracious of so many bands to be able to just say, hey, do this. Or some bands to say, hey, this is like our track that everybody wants or everybody listens to for, you know, Resistance 77. And they're like, you put it on there. And it's like, how, how cool is that, that bands would, would do such great things like that? There was other bands, too, that have new stuff. It just wasn't quite done yet. Otherwise, they said they would have been offering that up. So we, we took other tracks that were maybe a little bit older, you know, like a year or so. But still... Uh, great tracks nonetheless. I think anybody that listens to it is going to love it. Uh, I picked out, when I picked out tracks, I picked out a lot of tracks specifically, Eric, just because of the titles of the tracks, like This Means War, What Are Friends For? I intentionally picked that track off of their record. Uh, Yost from One Voice said, Better Days Will Come is a great track for what we're doing. I said, yes, you're right. You know, So there's a lot that are specific to what we're doing with this compilation as well. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them when I listen to them, I'm like, oh, this is a little bit literal, let's see. Right. <laughs> Especially that, uh, that this being war track. I mean, that's, I mean, that was the reason why I got sent to the hospital in such a good time because all my friends were with me. And they were like, 
Oh, we got to get him in. <laughs> yes. Well, good of your friends. That is awesome. Uh, we can go on and on and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about this on the next few episodes, get people, uh, sharing it out, tell people you're going to get 47 tracks for 15 bucks and money will go to help Eric pay for all of his medical bills. It's pretty awesome. It is pretty awesome. And, and as of right now, thank you for everyone who put money forth in, uh, in this album, whether it was just to hear the songs or just because you're out of the bottom of your heart, you want to help me get better. Uh, either way, I appreciate it. That's awesome. Well, we'll talk more about that because there's 47 tracks. We could do a whole episode, probably two or three whole episodes, just talking about all the great bands, playing some of those tracks, and we'll get to all those things. But people get out and buy it. We're going to talk about some other new music, some new stuff that has just come out. Uh, April 24th, Rehasher. That is Roger Lima from Less Than Jake. Released another single. It's called Turn Inside Out. And Less Than Jake is also uh, releasing singles. They did one yesterday. We'll get to that here when we get to the May 1st releases. Pissed Off and Proud released their Fuck the World record. That came out on the 25th. Violent Affair released Existential Crisis single on the 25th. Brassic 2.0. That's a good one as well. P.U.P. Pup on the 27th released Anaphylaxis single. HXTXD released The Sky Was Choked With Stars. We played a track on the last episode from that one. Speaker, SPQR, they released No Brain, No Pain. And that came out on the 30th. On the 30th as well, like I said, The Roadblocks released Troubled Times. It's such a great record. Thug Riot also came out on the 30th with Southwest Stomp. It's a great EP. Haysmith. Ska band from uh, Japan. They just released Life in the Sun. You can go find that on Asian Man Records. Also on Asian Man Records, they released uh, on the 30th, Grumpster with Overwhelmed. The Sewer Rats released almost a month earlier than I saw the original release date. It was supposed to be at the end of May. Came out on April 30th with Magic Summer. Ben Out of Shape came out with their demo 2020. That's good stuff. Band out of Netherlands. That was on the 30th. Now, this is a long list. This was yesterday, May 1st, when all that stuff went on to Bandcamp for a really great price. Uh, you know, it's probably the same price that the consumer, all of us fans, would pay for it. But uh, on the back end, really good for all the bands. So this long list, all May 1st. Boston Manor put out Glue. Blacklisted put out Eye for an IEP. Mean Motor Scooter put out Mr. Sophistication. Days and Days put out Show Me the Blueprints. Knife Club put out We Are Knife Club. Step 13. Uh, I didn't see that officially come out. That might be pushed back, but still be on the lookout for that four-track EP I was telling you about. I think originally it was might have been coming out on the first, but I didn't see that come out. Permission. Released Organized People Suffer, Tot, that is T-O-T, released Untergang, Color Killer released another single. They've been doing uh, covers singles. It's young kids, uh, all like teenagers or even earlier than that, I believe. And they released Bastards of Young, uh, a cover from The Replacements. That was pretty cool. I like that track from The Replacements. I listened to theirs. Did a pretty good job. Gone Wrong did Attention. It's a single, and they're releasing... It's going to be on an EP called All Your Rage that came out. Goat Sifter released Real Villains, and it is for free on Bandcamp. They saw... They posted that. Uh, so get out there. Check it out. Support the band. Three Minute Riot from Mexico City, Mexico. They released a single, 3MR. 
Black Anemone released Chasing the Sun. Dark Thoughts released What's Your Game? It's a single. It's a Ramones cover. It was recorded in two separate basements in Philadelphia and put together. Cool stuff there. Millhouse Van Halen put out eight. Uh, that's uh, on Horn and Hoof Records. And Millhouse Van Halen putting out two new tracks every single month. And that's they're just titled one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Each set of two. And it's over on Horn and Hoof Records. Less Than Jake, like I said a little bit ago, uh, released. They're going to be doing some Lost at Home sessions is what they're calling it. And the, it's going to benefit Music Cares COVID Relief Fund. They released a single called Just Like Andy, and they want you to know that it is not what they're doing here is not to be confused with the new release they're going to put out at the end of the year. This is some singles. It's up for about, I think, till May 22nd. It's one track. If you pay, you can only pay five bucks if you want to buy it, but on Bandcamp, pay five bucks, and they are putting people in a drawing to win uh, a handful of prizes like some vinyls, a glow in the dark, bobblehead, and a few other things. After May 22nd, it'll be a dollar if you want to get the track. So if you don't want to be entered in there, but just so you know, if you enter in, the extra money is all going to benefit Music Cares COVID 19 relief fund. So go look at less than Jake's Bandcamp page, and they're supposed to do some more singles that'll come out after May 22nd. Old Guard released, self-titled Old Guard. Die Hipster Records released the Spring 2020 comp, so uh, about two tracks from about 10 different bands, I think, that are on Die Hipster Records. You can go check that out. It's a good sampler. Heretic Temple released Anti-Life EP. The Killer Whales on the 3rd of May, so that's coming out tomorrow, are going to be releasing their self-titled. May 5th, Voodoo Glow Skulls is, has a tribute coming out, so a bunch of bands playing Voodoo Glow Skulls tracks. Uh, this next Friday on the 8th, Bier Teufel, they are putting out Unsara Strassen Unsara Leiter, and I know I said that shit wrong, but go over to Lake Town Records on Bandcamp or just go to Lake Town Records and you can look to order that or... Go get that compilation, the SLC fundraiser compilation for Eric, and you can check out Punk Rock Love Affair from that band on it. Fake Names put out self-titled Fake Names, or they will on the 8th. That is a long list. We'll cut it off there. Next time we do an episode, there'll be a ton of more stuff, I'm sure. But that May 1st, so many people put out stuff, and I'm sure I missed more than I put on there. But get out there, go check out, support your bands. Eric, you looking forward to any of that yeah. stuff on that list? Well, man, I'm trying to remember what what you said. It's been that long. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, one of the things that really stood out is I really like uh, the project that Les and Jake is doing. We're doing like a single throughout the uh, like every uh, every day until like the end of the month, pretty much. I don't know if you would know that every day, but I do like that about them. Right. Yes. Uh, they won't be doing a single every day, I don't think. But what they are doing is they're leaving it for a couple weeks for the price of five bucks. And again, just like the compilation, you'll get something by spending 15 bucks. You're going to get the tracks. But what you're doing on the back end is that money is going to go support that charity. And you also get to be put into a drawing to win some cool Less Than Jake stuff. And then they'll continue to do that with more tracks that I think they're going to release either around the 22nd or maybe just after. Okay, awesome. Now I'm on track. There you go. Uh, but yeah, another few tracks that I'm looking forward to is uh, I really have to hear that uh, new Pup song that came out. I'm a huge fan of those guys. I really love pretty much everything that they've done. Right? It's good stuff. It's a good single. 
It is. Great stuff coming out of Canada. And probably the most longly awaited album that I've been uh, waiting for has been the Goat Sifter record. I have to I have to give that a spin because I love all of those guys. I love the music that they've been putting out for the last few years. And you know, long awaited, we've been waiting a, an actual record from these guys because they just had one EP, and it was it was a demo, so it was demo quality. And I'm like, nah, this doesn't this doesn't even uh, contribute to their sound. <laughs> Well, one of those tracks that is on that list is your track that you picked for this episode. So let's transition into that. You tell me about what you picked from that list. All right. So the one that I picked was from the May 1st releases, and it is Heritage Temple. And I chose Heritage Temple out of the long list of releases that came out on the first because, again, there was just a lot of good stuff I wanted to check out, but Heritage Temple was the first one that I got through, and I got to tell you, that whole EP that they put out, Anti-Life, is phenomenal. It's just a, a mix of certain types of metal, like death and black metal riffs come in, but it's got a lot of crust punk, it's got a lot of grind. It's just uh, this showcases some of their uh, more grimy, uh, grimy material that I know they all love, but it seems like an even blend. And what's interesting to me is that this, uh, this band – is consistent of the members that were once Burn Your World. And they're all playing the same thing. So Rich on vocals, Ross on bass, Kyle on guitar, and Evan on drums. So I was not surprised to hear a lot of similarity to uh, that band. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, just on the fact that I have a lot of respect for these guys and their musicianship and also the fact that they are local. I had I had to go with that Heretic Temple on this one, and specifically with the song <clears throat> Serpent's Whisper, because I feel like this was a good showcase of a lot of their uh, fast punk uh, similarities that I uh, honestly didn't sense too much of in uh, Burn Your World. That one I consider more of like a metal pick, uh, and uh, Heretic Temple just seems like a more even blend of all those things, while also still being uh, dark and... Uh, kind of visceral with their uh, with their stance on life, especially with the EP that says, uh, whose title is just as straightforward as calling itself anti-life. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, it was really hard to avoid that one. But yeah, Serpent's Whisper, uh, got a lot of good, uh, got a lot of good crust material on there, some uh, great uh, riffs that just seem to blend together the sound very well. Uh, I don't know. I think I built up the song enough. I say we should give it a listen. There we go. It's Serpent's Whisper from Heretic Temple.
That's some good stuff coming out of Salt Lake City. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, again, that was a bit of a uh, that was a bit of a load of tracks because they were well, not a load of tracks, a load of music for just one track. Right. It was a uh, yeah, pretty lengthy, about twice the twice the length of your average uh, punk rock song. But again, it's just them mixing up with the genres and just trying to create a a decent sound, which I think they accomplished here in Heritage Temple. Definitely, so- definitely worth a listen if you're into that type of heavier and uh, darkly glazed punk rock music that has a more metal edge. <laughs> well, next up, we're going to play something that is completely different. This is not very metal yeah. at all. It is very, very hip hop, you know, like uh, they describe themselves as techno rap punk. So we're going to go all over the place. If you haven't heard Moscow Death Brigade, I played them on the show before, but they have a new album out. It's called Bad Accent Anthems, and they released this April 10th. So it's new stuff. They have a video for this particular track. It's called Out of the Basement. They were going to be at Punk Rock Bowling. I was going to see them. Uh, I think they were going to be on the Friday night uh, main main stage thing that they were doing. What's that? Yeah, they were... They were going to be on the opening show, I think, with the Buzzcocks and Bouncing Souls. Yep, they were. They were going to be, I think, the third band to start off Friday. Such a bummer. We don't get to go do that. But uh, hopefully they come back next year. Punk Rock Bowling has been announcing all kinds of bands that they do have locked in for next year. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Over a year away, and they've got a lot of bands. Coxbar is not able to make it. That's a big disappointment for me, but... They did announce a ton of other great bands, so go to Punk Rock Bowling's social medias, and you can see all the bands that they have announced. Let's listen to a band that was going to be there this year. Hopefully we'll be there next year. This is Moscow Death Brigade with Out of the, or out of the Basement. Not Out of, it's Out of the Basement. Run the time comes, take your vote, cut us out the trunk. Out, out of the basement, who's there? 
Yeah, that's Moscow Death Brigade. Definitely went a different direction there on that new track. It's uh, very hip-hop or punk, not punk, uh, hip-hop or rap delivery of the vocals, but a very punk, almost hardcore sound with the music. What do you think of Moscow Death Brigade? Uh, Moscow Death Brigade, they've been a band I've been uh, not really familiar with, but compared to the stuff that I heard, which was more of the earlier stuff, this did feel like it was heavier in a way, and I couldn't even quite put it on, but after after what you said there, it just had a bit more of a hardcore feel. I was like, yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's cool. I think it's a, a cool blend. Uh, I've only seen videos, so I was really excited to see them live, but I've only seen videos of them playing live. Looks like they put on a great show. They have music with great energy for a live show, and then they have a dude that wears a crocodile because uh, there's a crocodile uh, it's kind of what their mascot is. If you look at their their artwork and such uh, videos, there's always a the crocodile there, and dude wears a crocodile mask. I think everybody uh, should have their own little mascot or somebody with a mask or costume or something at the shows. Yeah, that would be, that would be a fun little. One. That right? would be fun. Yes, it would. You don't really see that stuff in the punk shows pretty much. So I definitely, I definitely afraid. What is it? I definitely agree with that. We'll say <laughs> it's good stuff. Like the band <laughs> Chunk, no Captain Chunk from from France. My buddy is the one that dresses up most of the time at their shows in the panda costume. So people know who Chunk Panda is. He's my friend. He dresses up in the costume. Had him on the show at the very beginning of SLC Punkcast. It was probably hadn't even got to episode ten yet, and had him on. We talked about bands and such, but he dresses up. They were a band that goes on warp tour, so all throughout the summers when he would go, he'd be dressing up in a panda costume and crowd surfing and doing all kinds of other fun shit. Oh wow. <laughs> Everybody should get one of those. <laughs> uh we are gonna play one more new track. It is totally again just a different sound. Uh the three new tracks, different styles of music for sure. This band, the Suicide Machines, has been known to be a punk ska band, but I think on this new record, Revolution Spring, not a lot of ska sound for me personally compared to uh, a lot of their other stuff. I think it's still really great, and that's why I want to play this. It's just different. It's not ska, so if you like Suicide Machines for their ska sound, I don't think it's so much that. Go listen to it because it's just great punk music. Suicide Machines is from Detroit. They're this release, I believe, is on Fat Records, but they've also released stuff on Side One Dummy and uh, Hollywood Records. They've been a band since 1991. Their last new stuff yeah. before this was released in 2005, and that was War Profiteering is Killing Us All, which is a great record. Love that one. That was released yeah. in 2005, so it's the first stuff in 15 years from the band. 
because they kind of stopped being a band in 2006 and then would get together, I think, 2009 and then off and on after that to do shows. Well, they got back together, made a new record. It's called Revolution Spring, and let's listen to Play Caesar from that record. Suicide Machines. I, if I, I didn't. <laughs> right? If I didn't say, I really like the Suicide Machines, and I know that there might be people out there that'll hear sections and tracks like that on this new record where they do have some upstroke, which is typically goes along with, you know, ska music, but they only had little sections of a little bit of upstroke in the guitar. Otherwise, they had some very wall of sound guitar. And just the the pace that that was going is just very straight punk rock, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was noticing that, too. It was like, a, especially in the beginning, it was trying to, like, lure people in, thinking that this is going to be more like a, at least a song with that ska rhythm attached to it. Right. But then it just, like, out of nowhere, it just started slamming again. It was like, oh, okay, that, that's what I remember of the machines. Right. Uh, I believe, I haven't seen it yet, but I believe they put out a video for Play Caesar. So go look it up. Go check it out. Uh, definitely support the bands that are still putting out videos. That is good stuff right there. Love the Suicide Machines. Check out Revolution Spring. Eric, let's do some older, lesser known tracks. You definitely picked an older one with an older band right here. Would you pick? Oh, absolutely. I picked a band that has been around since the tail end. I mean, emphasis on the end, they formed in 1979, and they were one of the first bands out of uh, New York to really start uh, uh, playing around with the uh, 
faster sound that was uh, coming out in the late 70s. And that band that I'm talking about is the Nihilistics. And the Nihilistics are, oh man, they are just brutal. They have some of the fastest tracks I've ever heard, some of the most uh, wild lyricism, and also just uh, hearing their singer Ron Rancid in uh, an interview. He just seems like the most New York punk rocker to have ever come out of that speed. As opposed to just like, yeah, just mostly like a bunch of uh, a, a combination of talking shit, of just being a total, living the name of being a nihilistic person, and, and just joking around. He is definitely someone who, uh, who lives by his own rules, but it just makes him so entertaining uh, to, be a, to be such a talented lyricist and uh, singer. And also just a, just a person who likes to have fun in his own way. So, yes. And anyway, they had a bit of like a uh, uh, kind of a study discography. They didn't release a lot. I mean, they're, uh, since, they're, uh, since their formation, they had really only been a live band, just like playing in different venues throughout New York, which is really all you really could do in New York. But they did finally get around to recording their first album. And it felt like it was way overdue because it was in 1983. And the album, which is self-titled, was just filled with 20 tracks. <laughs> which is, which when I first saw it, I thought it was just like a, a compilation album. I'm like, oh, this is probably just a bunch of so- songs or singles that they released. And no, not, as far as my research goes, it was just a, that was the first album that they ever released. And I got to tell you, the whole thing is a banger. It is a lot of fun to listen to. Well, it's, yeah, but on top it's a of, lot of tracks for sure. Most bands who record a first album do not include twenty tracks on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and again, that just, that just exemplifies the uh, we will do anything we want. And that's the other thing that I felt just kind of uh, complimented the fact that they've been around for so long, and people were just begging them to have like a, some release material that they could take home. <laughs> uh, yeah, but now you can you can stream it anywhere. You can find the the way that I found the album was through uh, YouTube, and then I got it on my iTunes and whatnot. And I tell you, it was just such a hard it, it was a hard task trying to pick out one song that stood out to me. And the one that I uh, the one that stood out to me uh, at least for this week, maybe next week it'll change. <laughs> but uh, was the track "Welfare for the Rich," and I think that was really uh, I mean you. You heard the title. It means exactly what it does, and they and they talk about rich people. I was getting the breaks in the uh, whenever in, incidents happen, especially in an incident we're in now, where we have this uh, virus spreading around. Right. And the rich people seem to be having no problem with it. <laughs> so you hear a lot of them yeah. being the ones that say, "Just stay home, stay home, and stay safe." And it's like, yep, easy to say when you're not out of work and the best you can hope for is either charity or people being lenient on when they'll allow you to pay, but you're still going to have to pay, which is what a lot of people are overlooking. At some point you still have to pay, you know, if the cell phone company doesn't turn off your phone, well, if you use it at some point, you're going to have to pay for what you used. Uh, Same with your gas bills and electric bills. They're not giving it to you for free just because they don't make you pay it right then or won't shut your stuff off. You still end up having to pay it. So yeah. easy for the rich to say, indeed. Yep. 
And I tried to find the lyrics to this song to see if that's what they were going for, but uh, I couldn't find anything on, on this one. But I assumed that that was a point that they were trying to make, as in kind of like, yeah, it's a slow burn. We guys at we guys at the bottom may get the first flame, and you up at the top will will get it eventually. Right. At least that's what I took from the song. But again, no way I could find the lyrics. Maybe if I own the album, but I don't. Right. Good luck finding uh, that. I'm we, sure that hasn't been in print for a bit. Yeah, I know. I've been trying to find uh, different uh, different versions of it online, but no dice anyway. At least. Uh, at least not since I checked. It's been a while. But uh, but anyway, I built up the uh, song enough. If you want some uh, nice, hard-hitting uh, punk rock with a little bit of uh, some thrashy downstrokes at the end, this is a song for you. So let's get it going. <laughs> good stuff oh yeah now don't expect every song on that record to uh 
uh, be of that speed. A lot of it is uh, 10 times faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what would you expect out of a band like Nihilistics from New York who are, you know, cutting edge there for the hardcore and punk scene kind of, like you said, working its way out of the tail end of the origination of punk there? Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't really expect anything different than that. It was just like, it was just so good to hear a band that came from that era and just have a sound that didn't exactly sound like everything else at that time. It wasn't too Britain and it wasn't too like uh, street punk either. It was certainly, it certainly had an element of its own thing. And in such an early time when this, uh, uh, the scene was still progressing too. Right. It was good. Yeah. Good track. And also if you didn't have a, if you didn't like what you uh, heard on this one and you don't like uh, the rest of the album, uh, don't give Ron Ranson a chance. Like, there's an interview he did with uh, uh, the NY Chronicle, which is just absolutely, it's hilarious and really makes you see him in the light he wants to be seen. Because <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. I'll check that out. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely do. A couple older tracks here. Uh, I played both these bands. They both put out new albums recently. So the first one is Noise Complaint. Uh, great band out of Pomona, California. They've been around for a bit since 2011. They released Ambivalence like a year or two ago, maybe. I've got the record. It's great. I like Noise Complaint a lot. But both these bands, I found out about them with their new releases, but they had other releases. And I played stuff from the new releases on the show a while back when the records were, were newer. Now we're going to play something from their earlier releases. So Noise Complaint released the Noise Complaint EP back in 2015 it's over five years old now it came out march 18th of 2015 and the track we're going to hear from it is carry the torch this is a great band i love noise complaint if you're not familiar with them they're anti-capitalistic crusty ska punk so let's check out carry the torch yeah what i'm talking about <laughs> Never give up 
That's right. Carry the torch. Noise complaint. Like that band a lot. I really liked Ambivalence. Uh, they have they're working on new stuff, so they should be releasing something new. Not sure when, but should be. You know, a lot of things change with uh, everything that's going on. Some people are able to get it out quicker, probably, you know, putting it together themselves and such, and others, depending on how they want to put it out, might be some delays. But that is off of an early release there from 2015, over five years ago. I recommend checking it out. If you like Noise Complaint, definitely check out that original EP there. What'd you think, Eric? Oh, I fucking loved it. (laughs) Good stuff. I like that that band. I love that style of just like a, a just that crusty feeling, that gutter punk sensation, and then it it was a fitting title, carry the torch, because at the very end it just sounds like they just burned everything. Yes, right. That was great. Definitely a lot of a, a lot of ingesting to take in that one, I think, and that's some of the best music in my opinion. So you got to just kind of think about. <laughs> it's good stuff. The next band played them not too long ago, too. It's the Kreutzer Sonata. They released the Rose Hill Gates. We played music off of that. Uh, they've been a band since 2012, so very similar there to the 2011 start date of Noise Complaint. But this band is from Chicago. Uh, that was their new release. Their release that we're going to play music off of is Austere and... If you go to their Bandcamp page, you can get a lot of records. They have limited amounts left, but some of their older stuff on records, 10 bucks. I'm sure you got to pay shipping, but maybe combine shipping, get some of those records. If you like this track, definitely go to their Bandcamp page and check it out. Uh, it's off of another release. See similarities between the two bands. They released this also in 2015, but it was October 31st. So for Halloween, 2015, about five years ago, they released Austere, and we are listening to the track PWM. Here we go. Fuck it, supposed to be a bug, talking like a 
homophobe when he gets drunk You know these motherfucking sets supposed to be insane Stealing from each other and it's fucking sickening And the same motherfucking set is fucking up the hell Criticizing others for the shit they wanna wear Cool stuff. Two great bands, back yeah. to back. That was some good stuff. It made me realize we got a lot of uh, crust elements coming in on this show. Yes. Definitely should check out both bands, Noise Complaint and the Kreutzer Sonata. Good stuff. Both come out of 2015. They have new stuff, though, too. And I know for sure Noise Complaint is working on even newer stuff than, than Ambivalence. So... Go follow both. Check out both. Go to the band camps. You can get records for you can get this record ten bucks. Uh, it's a full length, so go check them out. It's good stuff. Oh yeah, that's a damn good price, right? Ten bucks for a full length, and I think they have at least one other one on there, same price. Some, like I say, you might be able to combine shipping. It's good stuff. Go support the Kreutzer Sonata and go support Noise Complaint. Let's talk about a fundraiser track separate from the one we've already been talking about let's talk about safe inside records they put together a compilation so this particular compilation is called please stay safe inside a compilation benefiting those affected by covid19 so you can go to bandcamp to safe inside records bandcamp page and they have this it's 100 percent of the proceeds will be donated towards the san diego covid19 community response fund so san diego worker assistance initiative really cool the they even give a little bit they give a lot of detail on there but they give a little bit here and there it's who it's for low-wage workers who need support for a limited but undetermined length of time what the good money goes or the money goes towards is utilities rent mortgage payments good stuff there uh Good cause. It's listed as a dollar, but obviously they list it as a dollar, so you go in and pay more. Hopefully, uh, again, you know, they told you what the money is going to go towards. They released this on April 24th, so it's only been out a little over a week. Or maybe, it, yeah, was it? Uh, yeah, it's been a week. Not even that long, so hopefully they've been doing well with it. It is 26 tracks, a lot of cool bands on there. The band that we are going to play is a band out of St. Louis, it's some cool hardcore here. The track that they play on there is Lost Boys, and the band is Time and Pressure, again, from St. Louis, Missouri. The band has been around since 2018, so a newer band uh, by all accounts, especially by, by all accounts of what we've been playing on this show because most of those bands have been around a, a bit longer. The band here, Time and Pressure. Let's listen to the track Lost Boys, one of 26 tracks you can get off of that fundraiser compilation.
There it was. Fast. That was fast. And that very end, you just got that want to punch somebody riff coming in. Good stuff. Uh, If you're not familiar, people, if you're not familiar with the record label, uh, Safe Inside, they are based out of San Diego and they're a hardcore label. You're going to get a lot of tracks like that one, those 26. There is only one track that is over three minutes long. There are a couple that are under a minute long. Most of them are probably somewhere in between a minute and a half and two and a half minutes, just like you would expect hardcore music to be. They play a punk song just twice as fast. (laughs) Twice as fast and then twice as slow, just kind of out of nowhere. (laughs) Right? Absolutely. Well, good stuff. Goes to support a good cause. Uh, during this time where all this shit is happening, that is something you can look forward to. There's tons of great music out there and a lot of good causes coming up to support. So if you have uh, money after that $15 you're going to go spend when you buy that SLC Punkcast compilation, that one right there is a good one to go buy as well. Absolutely. really, really warms my heart to know that there are a lot of bands getting involved and stuff like that in this uh, time of need. Right. Especially when they're like uh, not facing it as hard as somebody else who would be. So it's great that stuff like that out there is is existing. Whether you're in a hardcore band or not, it's just been, that's just been one of the positive things that's coming out of this whole CB case. Yep. I agree. Uh, Check them out. It's time and pressure. Safe Inside Records is the label. Eric, let's do some great cover-to-cover albums. What'd you pick? Okay. I picked something that's been a little bit different than the uh, the stuff that we've been playing on this episode so far. Yep, that's where we're all uh, over the place. Yeah, they have been, they have been all over the place in the, in the near uh, almost 35 years that they've been a band. Uh, the band I am talking about is Against Me. And Against Me... I have such a weird history with them because when I started listening to Against Me, it was uh, I was exposed to a lot of their uh, uh, fat records and also their major label uh, releases like a New Wave and Eternal Cowboy were always on my radar. Uh, but it wasn't until I saw them live for the first time and on a Warp Tour, and then I was looking at some of the CDs. I was like, which ones haven't I heard yet? Then I saw Reinvent and Axl Rose. And I was like, oh, that's the cheapest one to buy. So I bought that. And it was the furthest thing I expected to hear from Against Me. <laughs> and if, you, if you're familiar with the record, you know, it's a combination of like a crusty anarchist, a politically waved punk mixed in with a lot of a good satirical sense of humor and acoustic music. Right. And this was basically the introduction into punk rock, which, is, which was taking a folk approach pretty much. And... At the time, I was it was really hard for me to get into because the uh, the lightest punk that I listened to at the time uh, might have been the previously mentioned against me stuff. But but eventually, there were certain songs that I just couldn't bring myself to stop listening to the album because it was a lot of them were really catchy, a lot of them were pretty damn funny, a lot of them made some very awesome points, and it was just music that I had not even listened to before. So it was kind of like a a sway into uh, uh, the folk-induced punk music, which I I can't say I'm a super fan of, but this this one was like a challenge my uh, 
my music taste in a way. So I respect that album on that sense. On another sense, I respect him for a lot of the songs. And this is a record album to choose the songs for. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I had to, I, I came down to like a uh, top three and then I just had to demote it from there and just be like, okay, the favorite songs win. <laughs> and one of my favorite songs, uh, this was one of the first songs that I actually memorized most of the lyrics to. Uh, when I was listening to this album. So this is the first song that I was like, okay, I know the lyrics. And this was one of my favorites, We Laugh at Danger and Break All the Rules. So, yeah, it's a song I've fallen in love with. And let's play it for you guys. If you haven't heard it, maybe you'll fall in love with it too. <laughs> there it goes.
such a cool track. I like it, uh, really? where it kind of winds down and then gets back up. Yeah, really does. They play around with us. That was one cool thing. It was just uh, seeing what they could get away with. Like, how much uh, acoustic can we keep in here and how much punk can we keep in here? <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, a lot of the punk sensibility comes out in those lyrics because, I mean, it is a tour song. And it's talking about some of the, the very nature of tour, the bands of that caliber in their in their time of, like, growing and after they first started out, which was just, like, <laughs> just, like, all the problems that they would face, like, a, a relationship problems and uh, inter, uh, inter, inter-band consequences that came out and just a van that would uh, maybe not die before the, before the tour was over. <laughs> just simple stuff like that. And yet they found a way to just make it so catchy and also have a sense of humor to it. Right. So, yeah, and that was one of the things that really caught me about against me because it really separated them as a and the position they were in, they separated themselves as like a punk band and as an acoustic folk band. And that's what I really loved about it. Uh, but I felt like, and this is the one that, uh, this next track is the one that won over uh, one of my original picks, which was uh, uh, Eight Full Hours of Sleep, which I think is still a phenomenal song in and of itself, but uh, I could not bring myself to uh, eliminate uh, the next track, which is my absolute favorite against me song, and it's "Baby, I'm an Anarchist." <laughs> it's such a good track. It is. It is a great track, and I feel like it's been uh, uh, kind of overshadowed by a lot of their uh, by a lot of their bigger singles, even for more albums. Because every time I've seen Against Me, they have never played that live, except for a show that I could have been at. I think it was at the last Riot Fest that they played, where they just basically did this whole album in its entirety. Oh, oh no! I missed. I missed how many in the kitchen. So, yeah, that was kind of a bummer for me. But, uh, but yeah, this was actually the only song on that album, the album which I love that I have all the lyrics memorized to, because it was just a song that was too good not to listen to five times in a row, pretty much. And even all the diehard Against Me fans, uh, the ones that I've talked to. They know this song front to back. This is uh, this is like basically them at their greatest. Right. And I I, can, I can't deny this is a this is a song that just made uh, this album in its entirety probably my favorite against the release, in my opinion. <laughs> but with that being said, I think we I think we ought to let the song speak for itself and listen to the lyrics. They're actually pretty fun and also funny. <laughs> well, let's do it. Here it goes, baby. I'm an anarchist.
Again, just another just another crazy track of how uh how you fight with people who have uh, different points of view as you, especially when you're an anarchist and you're dealing with a spineless liberal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But again, just a lot of a fun a lot of fun parts in that, but probably my absolute favorites is in that second verse where they just randomly start screaming at each other like, I was burning that fucker, screaming my black black high. And then goes right back to the usual <laughs> usual strand of movement that they used to. All right. I was a bit odd, but okay, I'll let I'll let this continue. <laughs> and then they do it again. Right. Well, that was good. But yeah, this is just a great song. Great song, and it's a great album. It's really good. I like reinventing Axl Rose. It's good stuff. It is definitely definitely one that gets a lot of underplayed uh, songs on there. But uh, but yeah, if you uh, you really love Against Me, you don't truly really love them until you've listened to this album at least once. <laughs> and they should. Yeah, they should. <laughs> Even if you if you're into folk music and if you're into punk music, just uh just listen to it. That's all, that's all I recommend. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this next album, it's a new album, and I have been playing some new albums for the great cover to covers, but there are good. This one, I love this one, this band. I don't know if you're familiar with the band Fatal Blow. They have some other releases. They've been out for a bit. They're from South Wales in the UK. They released the album Generals and Soldiers on March 5th of this year, so it's only about two months old, this album, but I had like three tracks I was planning on playing and I thought, no, I can't do too many. We'll save it for another day. I wanted to play like the album. It's really good. I like it. Uh, Good stuff. If you haven't heard it yet, guess what? We're going to hear some of it now and we're going to start with the title track, which is Generals and Soldiers. Just like uh, with Against Me and really any other song you listen to, listen to the lyrics. This track right here, Generals and Soldiers, uh, party political bullshit. That's the one I was going to play. I was thinking I wanted to play three and I decided to cut that one and we'll save it for another day. It's an election year. It'll be a great track to play later in the year. So maybe even 4th of July, (laughs) right? Exactly. We're going to listen to generals and soldiers. So here is the title track from the, the new release of fatal blow. It's a great cover to cover album. And you'll know why after we hear this one. Rushing sword as the adrenaline pumps 
Yeah, I don't know if there's two meanings to that song, but it's definitely a football song right there, and I love it. I love supporting team and supporting your fans or your friends and your whatever. I like it, and maybe there is a dual meaning to that track. They do have some other political tracks like Party Political Bullshit and then the next one we're going to play. I like it, though. I like their sound, and I think they put together a really good album. Yeah, it definitely it definitely sounds like it from the couple of tracks I've heard. Uh, but my first time hearing this one. <laughs> yes, it's good. Uh, Rich Man's War, that's what we're going to play next. It is, you know, we're kind of going along together with uh, that nihilistics track, you know, Welfare for the Rich, and now we're going to do the Rich Man's War. Not not very thematic as far as all the tracks go for the show, but there's a little something there for you. Uh, I like this track. That's why I'm playing this one second, but I do like, there's so many tracks I could have been just picked totally different tracks and would have also been very happy to pick those ones as well so let's just listen to this one because uh it's awesome it's rich man's war the band is fatal blow and we played the title track generals and soldiers so that's the title of the album it's only two months old get out there check this out you can go to the band camp i think it's on itunes and spotify and all that too but you can definitely go to the band camp and support them that way here we go it's rich man's war <laughs> Queen and country 
so much truth to that song, and they're from South Wales. It's the truth all over the place. Yep. Definitely goes, definitely goes to show that no matter what music you hear in uh, any part of the world, there will always be at least one thing that you can share in uh, commonality with them. Right. Yeah. And more of the worldwide things. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're going to be like, yeah. I agree with you on that. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was my great cover to cover album. Fatal Blow, Generals and Soldiers is the album. Let's do some metal tracks. Let's wind down the show. What do you got? Uh, let's see. I got a, a another new metal track up on here. And this one is just straight metal, straight death metal. I think I've played them on the show before, though my memory is kind of hazy on it. I mind. can't remember. But... <laughs> Uh, either, way, either way, they are a band, a great metal band from Denver. Who knew? Denver's metal scene has been uh, so vibrant these past uh, past couple of years, it seems. But uh, the band is Glacial Tomb, and they are teasing a new record. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Glacial Tomb is a uh, very, uh, so vibrant in the death metal scene. They're bringing back a lot of that old... Uh, uh, just those old trembling drum sounds and those uh, <clears throat> and just those riffs that back it up and just go from uh, go from string to string and just play those really weird kind of uh, atonal chords and just about everything you would uh, love to hear from a death metal record and they're keeping that alive in this uh, new album that they are uh, teasing uh, but they just, just released a single uh, about a week ago it was on a 428. <laughs> Well, yeah. I can't help but go put a four in front of any any number that begins with a twenty. So, especially when talking about Denver, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, the the song, the single that they released is uh, "World's Flesh," all in one word. It was uh, uh it was teased on an online uh, metal magazine. Haven't hasn't even been released on their Bandcamp officially, but we have. A way of getting that music so so without further ado this is the metal track i chose that's fairly recent and if you haven't heard it yet now it's your chance this is world flesh from glacial tomb
That was Glacial Tomb. That was heavy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's, one thing you there's one thing you can't deny about a lot of these uh, new death metal bands that are coming out. It's like they, even though the sound may be uh, familiar, you can't deny that there is some actual pure heaviness coming out of them. <laughs> right. Yeah so, yeah, so I really endorse Glacial Tomb. I say if anyone's looking for some new death metal to give them a shot to, and especially now that some new material is coming out from them. So who knows what they're going to do next. That's awesome. That is cool. Good choice. Yeah. I pick, You pick something new. I pick something really old. This track is just over 27 years old. So uh, how old are you, Eric? Uh, just a shade under that one. I'm going to go to 26 in August. Exactly. We're, we're playing a metal track older than you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, Half the genre anyway. <laughs> right. It is Tool. Uh, I've never played Tool on the show before. I really like Tool. And I saw something recently about Tool, about Maynard James Keenan. And just something that talked about how intricate the lyrics and what the the songs are discussing. You know, there's so many tracks. I listened to Tool for years, obviously, since, you know, 1993. I've listened to them since then, since their, uh, this album. And they're, they have a lot of song titles. And sometimes I don't, I look at the title, like, what the fuck? And then you hear some of the lyrics sometimes too. And just offhand, if you hear the lyrics, the, the music's great. Uh, and sometimes I'm not even paying attention anymore to the lyrics. But then when I started trying to pay more attention and then I saw this little documentary video and it talked about so much, it's so profound what that they're singing about that just blows your mind for me anyway on some of the stuff. So I wanted to play them, put it out there. If you listen to metal, you should definitely be listening to Tool as well. There's some profound things going on in Tool's music. Uh, this track right here, Prison Sex, it was one of the shorter tracks. It's mm -hmm. like normal metal. It is long, so we're, we're not even going to listen to the whole thing. But I want to listen to some. I really enjoy Tool. I had, just had to pick something just to play it, just because I want to talk about the band and how great. But they have a lot of records out. I think they have like five, maybe? I forget. They've, they've done side projects and stuff like that, but uh, a lot of good stuff to listen to. Yeah, I think including this uh, album that just came out was six albums. Yeah, I think that's probably right. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, but again, I lose track of how many albums they put out because uh, they, they put out a few, but they feel like ten. <laughs> right, and there's definitely time in between, and they do produce long tracks. Let's listen to this one. Let's wind this show down a little bit. We'll hear some of Prison Sex, and then while it winds down, we'll wrap up the show. So here it goes. This is Tool. Oh,
This song will keep going. This is Tool. This is Prison <laughs> Sex. It's a great track. Definitely check out the band. I mean, their, their music sounds great, too. And sometimes, and I'm absolutely guilty of this, they just get lost in the music and don't even realize what is going on with the lyrics. I think it's a great band. Definitely check them out. If you have one of those things in the 90s that kind of kept the, uh, the psychedelic angle alive, where it's like you get way too into it that you uh, kind of lose yourself in it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah, one of those things that I've uh, heard in a lot of uh, uh, in a lot of tool records and songs is that they have that progressive element. It was like, wow, this is yeah. <laughs> pretty much, uh, it's pretty much like you're going to space pretty much. And I'm sure even just intensifies the, the higher, the, the higher the drug content that is going through your system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Great show. Eric's thanks for joining me again. Uh, everybody out there, you can find the show because you found it somewhere, but you can also find it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Music Player FM, and SLC Punkcast. You can find the bands at Heretic Temple. This is all on Instagram. At Yo underscore MDB underscore Raps. It's at Yo MDB Raps for Moscow Death Brigade. At Suicide Machines Detroit. At Noise Complaint CA. That's for California. At TKS underscore FTW, that is the Kreutzer Sonata. At Time and Pressure HC, at Against Me, at Fatal Blow underscore Official, at Glacial underscore Tomb, at Tool Music, the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. Uh, you can find some of the other projects I'm affiliated with, such as my band, which is at anonymous underscore band official. And you can also find them on Facebook at anonymous SLC. Uh, once again, I am also one of my side projects is writing. And I write written for slugmagazine.com. You can find that on the website. And I'm currently writing for Sagan's Youth. And that is an app. Sagan's Youth on Instagram. So definitely check those out if you can. Excellent. Good stuff. The band you can also find on Facebook at Heretic, Heretic Temple, at Moscow Death Brigade, at Suicide Machines Detroit, Nihilistics are on Facebook, at Noise Complaint CA, at The Kreutzer Sonata Punk, at Time and Pressure STLHC, at Against Me, at Fatal Blow 161. At Glacial Tomb, at Tool Music, the show's at SLC Punkcast. This has been episode 155. Hope everybody out there is treating each other well, having the best time that you can have, all things considered. Thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for checking out music. Feel free to keep sharing with us. I have a. I was talking at the beginning of the show, all the stuff in my inbox that I went, just new releases. Now I got a bunch of people have reached out. Definitely going to get to all of that. Get some of those on the shows for sure coming up soon. So keep them coming. We'll keep checking them out. Eric, thank you for joining me again. Looking forward to the next one. As am I. <laughs> Excellent. That is uh, that's episode 155. So uh, everybody be good to each other. Exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll have no one to listen to us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Till the next one.
Here goes. Play the fucking outro.